Hello and welcome to Stinger Madness, the 13th corona Sode. Who would have thought that six years ago when we started this podcast, we would have gotten all the way to number 13 on episodes specifically tailored towards people who are trapped at home during a national epidemic of disease. Global. Global. Yeah, right, right. I mean, that makes it even more crazy. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, you were inside your head thinking, fuck those non-Americans. Wait, what? whose head was I in? Your own. Oh, Subconsciously, yes. you were saying, been, fuck the non-Americans. I've been trapped inside that head for 41 years. <laughs> I want out. Uh, hello, Jackie, to you. Uh, happy Corona Sode number 13. 13's a bad luck number, you know. No, it's not. It's actually a good luck number. Oh, where are you getting that information from? Your paganism. Your brain. Which is <laughs> uh, the old lady down the street with four cats. Right, right, right. She's Wait, good authority. witches? Yeah, witches. Just in general, they say 13's bad. No, 13's good. Yeah, it's it's dorks like us that are apparently saying 13's bad, Sam. We're, we're, non, we're non-witches. We couldn't even be witches. We'd have to be warlocks. You'd have to be eunuchs. Why? I, I they am make a... you chop your wiener off. I don't think that's true. <laughs> chop now you're <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so funny. Now you're a spy for the king. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You know, Ferris. Yeah. Or Game of Thrones. When you chop a wizard's dinger off and he just kind of stares blankly because he's like, I wasn't using that. Right. <laughs> Have you ever seen a wizard use a wiener? Right. Nope. And if you're a wizard, couldn't you just like penis camulus and make a new one like like a lizard? But <laughs> just grow a new penis. Yeah. Why not? And while you're at it, if you're a wizard, you may as well just make it so big you couldn't use it if you wanted to. <laughs> well, you, you could use it as like uh, a, a wizard staff. Like you could lean on it. <laughs> Look to the north when uh, and and I will be there. Whatever the fuck Gandalf says, and he raises his his big penis in the air, and all the horses ride behind him because the horses are like, dude, we got big cocks too. Hey, follow that guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how. Two Towers goes, right? Anybody? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, Tolkien was big on huge dongs. Uh, Jackie, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking Diet Pepsi and vodka. Sorry. Okay, the huge. Sam, how about you? Strawberry seltzers. Okay. I have actually mixed it up. I'm drinking the banquet beer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like I that. I don't like it. I used to really like every now and then I'd be like, hmm delicious Coors, you know, like, Hey, this is different than my usual stuff. But I went to the store and I, so let me, let me, uh, let me preface this episode. We're going to have a tales from the Baywatch today. I've been promising this for two weeks. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time in the pool watching, uh, watching the Baywatch. And, uh, when I'm in the pool, uh, I like to have beers and I like to have a bunch of beers and, the problem with a bunch of beers, especially when it starts heating up, because it's about, uh, on average, about 95 here for the high right now, uh, your beers get warm. And you don't want to be getting in and out of the pool grabbing beers all the goddamn time. You just want to sit there and watch three episodes of Baywatch and drink beer the entire time. But your beers get warm. So I like the taller beers. But my my little girl hands can only handle carrying about four beers at a time. So I got to get those 
you know, I got to get the 16 ounces. And I went to the store the other day and they were out of Miller fucking light, which is gross beer, but it's pretty much not as gross as Coors. Seemed like a really long story. <laughs> to say that I don't like to do to do my uh, uh, my Sam to plug your own Baywatch crab. My Sam then... uh, Bowie, my Sam Worthington. What the hell's that guy's name that you like? Elliot. Sam Elliot. Sam Elliot impression. Hey, turns out Coors tastes like my mustache. I don't mind it, but I don't think that I've had a Coors without Clamato in it. Yeah. In like two years. So yeah. I don't know what it tastes like by itself. Usually what happens if I'm going to have a red beer, I get the banquet and Clamato and I go to town. See, that sounds nice, but you can't have red beers in the pool because you got to just sit there and drink beer. <laughs> I mean, then uh, where are you going to put the red? I mean, there's no you can't have a cup in the pool. You know, you just got to drink aluminum can beer. We're going to wait on you, Sam. Oh, oh, you're good. Okay, you're done doing whatever you're doing. So now I will move to the next segment. Is everybody ready for the next segment? <laughs> Hold on, let me get my shoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving. All right, uh, speaking of the pool, we got a Tales from the Baywatch, as I mentioned. And if anybody knows, uh, if anybody remembers, last summer... I watched uh, the first three seasons of, of Baywatch on Amazon Prime. It's sadly no longer on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch Baywatch with me, you got to go to Hulu. Uh, but they do have all 11 seasons there. And what I did last year was I broke down uh, why I like watching Baywatch. Uh, it's not just because of the uh, exceptional writing and the spectacular television film stuff film production you know you know all that good stuff you know it's equal to uh you know say stand by me or or uh other films god i'm on a movie podcast and i can't even fucking think of another movie that's good <laughs> okay it's right up there with gone with the wind We're gone with the wind Damn thank it, you sam i was timing him to see how thank long you. he would talk thank you sam and thank you jackie for <laughs> for that 55 seconds i've got a while here because because <laughs> what i did last year was uh i i said that uh you know my favorite part is the the special guest appearances mm -hmm. and so this year uh i've i've gone through seasons four through seven that's that's the uh basically the pam anderson era she was in season three but uh we're not gonna count that and uh i've got some guest appearances that i want to break down prepare for a list <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me get my shoes. Yeah, it's really long. Uh, this 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 is peak Baywatch. So everybody wanted to be on Baywatch at this point that didn't have any talent. Starting with Sam J. Jones from Flash Gordon. How about that? Uh, and feel free to that that was Flash Gordon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, penis guy. Feel free to interject anytime you guys want to make commentary on these people. Uh. Academy Award nominee, I believe. I don't think she won. Michelle Williams was on an episode of Baywatch. You guys remember Michelle Williams? She's got a really common name. She was in The Notebook? No. Wasn't that Kirsten Dunst? No. Oh. I don't know. She was in... I don't uh, know who it is. She was the one that gave what? the... What? You do... No. 
no idea who she is. I'm not going to like most of these people are D flat duds, but keep going. Uh, she was the one that gave that fucking killer performance in uh, 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 Martha's Vineyard bullshit with uh, Manchester by the Sea. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah, she's fucking oh, fantastic. Oh, she's Heath Ledger's um, ex, ex-wife or ex-fiance that she has a baby with him. Oh, so she's a widow? Or widow? I, I don't know if they were married yet or not. Widow-in-law? I don't know. Um, Yeah, she was on there. Mary Lou Retton, of course. Everybody knows her. Carrie Ann Moss. Ricky. Is that really guest starring or is she just trying to get work? Because she's... let's face it. Yeah. Other than the Matrix, Carrie Ann Moss has done jack and shit. Fido. Fido's pretty good, but nobody watched it other than me. Uh, Ricky Van Shelton, you know, from country music fame. Uh, Martina McBride from country music fame. Jimmy Hart from wrestling fame. Uh, the actual, the promoter, Jimmy Hart? Yeah, Jimmy Hart. <laughs> he was on the same episode with, uh, he was Ricky Van Shelton's uh, manager. It was kind of funny. Uh huh. Fucking Dick Van Patten. Of course, he was on Baywatch. Mila Kunis. Oh, there you go. Charisma. Was she six? Yeah, she was six. She was fucking six years old. She was actually on two episodes when she was a blind girl, and I don't remember the first appearance. But uh, Charisma Carpenter, of course, she was on Baywatch. Also trying to look for work. Uh, John O'Hurley. Who? Jay Peterman. Who? And the host of Family Feud. <laughs> of course, it's Buzzgo. Uh, serious news journalist, and we should all listen to him because he's so serious that he was on an episode of Baywatch, loves the president, and so therefore we should as well. Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> he was the flashing guy on the beach because, next to the hot dog stand. Of course, Geraldo was on Baywatch, and he's like, trust me, guys, I've got the authority. You were on Baywatch, Geraldo. <laughs> Then some Nazi breaks his nose. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, I like you guys. Uh, Karch Karai from Volleyball Fame. Mike Piazza from Baseball Fame. That was a great episode. I did get That's, to see that one. He's actually somebody. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, here's another somebody. Uh, the fucking Beach Boys. Of course they were on Baywatch. Yeah, not Mike Piazza. Mm. Uh. I don't. I think Mike Piazza had more hits than the Beach Boys. Heyo. Uh, it was kind of sad though on that Beach Boys episode because Brian Wilson was there and he like he only showed up for about half of the episode and he couldn't get out of a chair the entire time and it was like, hey, at least you showed up for you know that, buddy. Uh, little Richard, who just died. Richard fucking Sir Richard Branson. Richard Hatch. Sir Richard Hatch. Uh, Richard Mole. Sir Richard Mole. <laughs> okay, I don't think either Richard Hatch or Richard Mole are actually knighted. Or... There, was an ep- there was an episode with some nice pork mole. <laughs> <laughs> That's so immature, Sam. Uh, speaking of immature, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, and Vader. President Bill Clinton. <laughs> I don't of know course if that was he was him. on Baywatch. I mean, anywhere where there was some tits, right? <laughs> hey, hey, guys. I just came to run on the base. Good Lord, look at them titties. <laughs> Can't take I mean, off my suit. I'll get a sunburn. 
<laughs> Wiener please sees plenty of sun, though. You can take that out. <laughs> it wasn't actually President Bill Clinton, but it was a really good Bill Clinton impersonation. Uh, Jenny McCarthy, of course, she was on. Fellow wrestler Shawn Michaels. Uh, Connie Stevens. Eric Estrada, of course, he was on Baywatch. This was a surprise. Jay Leno in 96 was on Baywatch. He got the fucking Tonight Show like a year later. He like kind of a big deal. He had the Tonight Show before 96. I thought he did too. What are you doing on Baywatch, dude? You're doing, you're like royalty now. Even though you kind of suck, but still you're like, you're a big deal. Baywatch? Uh, Barbara Mandrell. Vicky Carr, and, of course, Denise Crosby. <laughs> oh, Denise Crosby. Of course, Denise Crosby. You know, because of her movie career. She had to quit the Star Trek because she was going to end up on Baywatch as somebody's mom. Good job. She made such a bad decision because you look back and you're like, man, you were lucky to be a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. How could you give that up? Like, oh, I'm going to do better than this? No. I am better than Star Trek TNG. I'm out of here. I will not work with Brent Spiner for one more day. Yeah. This is really holding up my career, <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, one way street to Baywatch. Um, so as last year, I'm going to break down my top three moments. Starting with an honorable mention that Jackie saw. Mike Piazza's episode. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> I really thought it was pretty brave when he ran into the ocean so, up to his knees. So Mike Piazza, they they like, hey, that's Mike Piazza hanging out on the beach. Let's go talk to him. And CJ and somebody else go and talk to him. And they're like, oh, wow, you're Mike Piazza. And of course, the child starts drowning at that point. So CJ's got to go run out there and rescue the child. And Mike Piazza's like, Wait, all help too. And so he runs out there to waste deep depth water, right? You know, because it's Mike Piazza. He's not going to do anything fucking crazy. He gently cradles this child's head while pulling her back to the beach. And then that's his scene. No, like, coming back later to say, hey, thanks, Mike Piazza. Hey, the Dodgers are here. Woohoo! Uh, we love L.A. Anything like that. It's just Mike Piazza. Hey, you're Mike Piazza. He goes, saves a kid, and then Mike Piazza fucks off. <laughs> it was amazing. Huh. I would and have he, expected to at least see him hit some dingers into a seagull. Right! And he was wearing a Dodgers uniform the entire time. Like, it was, it was spectacular. Uh... Other honorable mention, these are brief moments, CJ at SeaWorld. So I'll give you a synopsis. These guys are uh, trying to fish, and the sea lions are eating all their fish, so they can't catch anything, so they're like, I'm going to shoot some sea lions, and they start shooting sea lions, so Baywatch has got to get on the case, you know, because that's illegal. So they find a sea lion. Uh, they take it to SeaWorld for operation, and there's a bullet lodged into it. Will it make it? Will it? I, I don't know. Uh, it's on life support. Beep. Yeah, it's on life. Beep, beep. And uh, CJ's really stressed out because she loves animals. So Cody, your boyfriend, looks at her and is like, you know what? I know you're really, really bummed out about this, this animal in danger situation. So I want to take your mind off of it. Let's go see Shamu. 
Yeah. They went to, they took the injured sea lion to SeaWorld and SeaWorld's like, we don't actually fix the sea lions. We just chuck them over the side once we can't charge money for them anymore. I know you're stressed out about distressed animals, honey, but let's go see Shamu. <laughs> like, no, God was, damn this, it. was this before or after he'd already eaten somebody? <laughs> like, he's been eating people the entire time, Jackie. That's what you learn later in life is that Shamu was eating the people the entire time. You can't keep fucking goddamn orcas in captivity. No, Tiger King really took the heat off them for blackfish. Right? Like, they're like, whew, thank God somebody else is going to get heat. God, and I these mean. These for-profit zoos are a great deal. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Uh, I just, I I did the spit take. I was like, what? No. Uh, number three, this should be pretty obvious, the episode that had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Ric Flair, and uh, Vader. All of them were on character. Jackie saw this episode, too. It was fantastic. Rick came out, was the rich guy who wanted to buy the, he wanted to buy a club or something. It was the uh, beach gym. The beach gym that the kids train at. And, you know, so Hulk and, and Randy have got to team up to defeat uh, Ric Flair and Vader in a wrestling match to decide who gets to actually own this gym. And, of course, Hulk and Randy win. And In the you know, meantime, it had already been bulldozed right? because they just had to lure people <laughs> away so that they could do it without like any protesters or people fucking jumping in front of the bulldozers. Right. Well, that's not they found. They found out it was one of the Don Simpson Days of Thunder gyms, and that's why the deal was so good. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. Like Rick was so Rick, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, number two, the end of season seven, the last episode of Pamela Anderson on the show, as well as uh, Mitch's girlfriend, and as a regular Yasmin Bleeth. Um, it's called Nevermore, and it's got a guy who is obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe who lives in the sewers. And he's also Dark Man. <laughs> I think I've seen this one. I'm not kidding. He's fucking Dark Man. He's a he's he's he got all burned up in a chemical accident, and now he wears bandages on his face and and can blend in with anybody, and hangs out underneath the piers wearing film noir style clothing and saves people's lives. And I was like, this is fucking the shittiest crap I've ever seen, and I fucking love it. It was stunning how good it was in a totally bad way. Uh, also, uh, Cody proposes to CJ at the end of the episode, leaving a cliffhanger. I watched uh, season eight, uh, and none of that actually gets talked about at all. She just disappears. It's pretty cool. So uh, they were expecting... Will she or won't she? But no one cared, so she just fucked off. Right. Well, she, you know, got, you know, that that movie that she was in, Sam, where things went into her body parts. Hmm. Very large things. I'll, I respect the man, uh, A, for his drumming and for uh, his ability to cook dinner and treat uh, his uh, spouse like a uh, respectful husband. I don't think he did that. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, for a second I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Wait, what? No, no, they worked out. They worked out. 
Number one. The time Mitch's fiance died in his arms. Jackie knows the story of this. I didn't see it, though. Okay. So, go ahead, Sam. She's allergic to shellfish, and he's covered in scallops. (laughs) He gave her a kiss, and she died. And he's like, no! Not again. Not again. (laughs) Uh, So... So this lady shows up out of nowhere, and she's Mitch's girlfriend, which has happened very many times. Like, hey, Mitch has got a new girlfriend. Okay, who the fuck are you? She's in the uh, she's in the show for three episodes, and the entire time she's his fiance. And in her last episode, it's revealed that she's dying of something. I can't even remember. And they do that uh, thing in television. I guess it's like, I guess it's a montage where the person dies and they have like clips of them in the show, you know, like, yeah. and the sad music plays. It's just like a death montage, you know, but this show stinks so hard that they didn't have enough material of her and actually the show. So they've got him cutting, holding her in his arms, uh, Cutting to previous clips, and they could only rummage up three clips of her. <laughs> hey, remember that time? And they were all like just general, like, she's walking over there. She's mm-hmm. drinking a cup of coffee. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, I'm so sad that this coffee drinker died. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time she watched me eat pizza? <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. It was the worst death montage I've ever seen. And and you know, Hasselhoff is faking the tears. He's got he's got onion pellets, and it was just it was fucking masterful. It was one of my favorite mo- moments in all of the television for sure. Uh, Sam, let's go to you. What you got for Sando takes on this week? Sando takes on email, or yeah. at least people's inability to use it. In right. a way that makes sense. Right. <laughs> oh, please be talking about that one thing where they paste everybody in the two thing. Into this two box and not blind carbon copy. Mm. Well, let's find out. All right. I'm just saying. Well, that's bad, too. There's a million ways to do it wrong. Firstly, having an asinine signature. Oh, yeah. That's my least favorite. Like, and I'm not going after the Christians specifically. It's just that a lot of them... Really do some asinine signatures. Have a blessed day. Oh, no. This was uh, the one that I saw a couple weeks ago was like a small paragraph that's on every email that gets you ready for the year 2033, what? which is the anniversary of the resurrection sure, and sure, that sure. you must okay. be ready for J2K. J2K. Isn't that, uh, isn't that <laughs> what uh, Timberlake? His third album was was J2K. I don't know. Yeah, but that's not really J2K. The Y2K was J2K, wasn't right. it? Yeah. Also, that aren't they the same thing? J2K plus third three, and the, but the that plus would be is a J2K cross. K you know, plus thirty three. Yeah, it's not a J- just 2K plus. I don't know. Yeah. Also, another one was just under the name. Remember the body of Christ. Uh, <laughs> You're like, yes, I saw him I in the street. Had, I had forgotten about the body of Christ. He's well, so delicious. None of us have seen it. How could we remember it? I remember the blood, but the body, man, that almost, thank you. 
Thank you, Sam. I almost had a moment. Sure. The body of Christ is apparently in the body of the email. It's very forgettable. I mean, basically the comedy body, but without all the jokes, was Jesus' body. (laughs) Come on, guys. He's been dead for 2,000 years. It's not too early. (laughs) It's not like when AIDS got funny at year 10. Right. Right. I mean, I think we can make fun of Jesus' dad bod, right? Maybe back then that was considered sexy. Like, that was well-fed. Yeah, maybe. I I heard that there was a food shortage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's nothing quite like starving people and offering them all the free bread and fish and wine that they can possibly gull it. Right, right, right. To get some followers. I'm I'm pretty sure, like, look, I got all the respect in the world for Jesus' superpowers. If he can churn uh, uh, bread into fish and water into wine and all that sort of stuff, he probably churned some things into like, like filet mignon. You know, like here's a delicious plate of uh, roast beef, Peter. Here's some piping hot Arby's for you. And Peter's like, "What the fuck is piping hot Arby's?" Oops, I, I, I'm sorry, Jesus, for using the f word, but man, this piping hot Arby's is amazing. Where did you even come up with this? And he's like, "I didn't. I just went into the future." And I, I brought it to you. You also owe me a $4 uh, DoorDash delivery fee. <laughs> That's how big DoorDash got, Sam, in the future because of coronavirus. DoorDash was a lot slower when they were using sandals. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly Door Trot was the yeah. name. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> All right, now that we've now that we've totally decided to Side go to fucking it. hell for blasphemy, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just well. saying, I'm just saying, Sam, that I think that you should change your signature only when you email these people, mm-hmm. and just put down how everybody's going to hell in a handbasket, and they're all gonna fucking burn because they picked the wrong religion. And I just take that passage out. Oh, no, like, yeah. I- I think I'm going to treat religious, like, I don't, I just ignore it. But if I could, I would treat the zealotry with the helping of L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Man, you got to go full cult, man. You got to go full. I mean, well, you can't do the J or the Jim Jones shit because everybody died and that's not cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Do the L. Ron. Do the L. Ron. Give him, give him some of that shade back, you know, like, hey, yeah. enjoy your space airplane. Or... My next peeve in the emails, constant exclamation points. Oh, Jesus. That's Ugh. a problem everywhere, though. I please, why? I why hope you're doing good. Explanation? explanation point. I struggle with the exclamation points on Twitter. I ha- I sometimes have some ex- uh, ex- existential crises um, when I'm sending out a tweet. Like, it's so hard to, like, type out emotion. Like, even big words, they're like like pauses, things of that nature. Like somebody, I don't even know who this guy was, but he works for GameSpot. And uh, he, somebody sent him a Tommy Wasau care package without like any sort of like, hey, I got you a present. Just an unknown person sent him a Tommy Wasau care package with a like a sweet track jacket that says love is blind on the back. And, uh, uh, you know, the dog from the flower store. And he's like, who sent this to me? Why do I don't think Tommy Wasau knows where I live. And I wrote to him on Twitter. I said, I did not send it. I did not. 
But you got to do the <laughs> not. And how do you spell not in the voice of Tommy Wiseau? And so I but used a bunch nuked. of exclamation points. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I, I guess you could like underscore a lot of O's. How do you underscore, though? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Which will bring me to, this is not something that happens a lot, but apparently uh, there's a person out there that can use an email, but not use a computer to any other level to make an attachment or request something. Mm -hmm. They made the form that they'd like and then did a print screen of them drawing it in DOS. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was really hoping there was going to be like a tiger face with made of X's and O's, but there wasn't. You mean, you, you're not talking DOS, you're talking ASCII, right? ASCII characters? Yeah, ASCII characters. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, they went, they used the, they did a print screen of the DOS prompt and drew it there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good <laughs> stuff. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> I need you Slap to make me a logo. It. Could you put this on the hood of my car? <laughs> I should just print out that and put it on the hood of somebody's car. <laughs> I would actually really like a bunch of ASCII characters, like some elaborate wizard thing on the side of the Broham. There was, yeah, a gentleman uh, has an ASCII signature that we deal with a lot that he makes a sword underneath his name. Okay. Out of, out because, of ASCII characters? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of rad. Happens. That one's kind of rad. And like is that he... guy, you just keep on keeping on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that you have a problem with email. Anybody being non-professional in email, it's just the bullshit. Like, really, this is as much effort as you put into it in your signature. Yeah. The signatures are more fun than anything, but the exclamation points give me a migraine and the all caps. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Oh my god, you I, sound so middle-aged right now. It's amazing. I got one that was in like 22 point all caps comic sans. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? They they actually had to put effort into that, Sam. Like every time they type something, they have to, you know, they turn off their computer. They still got to hit that cap. It's not like you can just go into the settings and set the default to caps lock. You have to mm -hmm. consciously choose to cap lock everything. It's on well, you could hit caps lock and then just use it all the time. Right. Well, I, yeah, you could just put a weight on it, like, you know, like you used to do with video games where you had to do something arduous that required hitting A a bunch of times. Uh, you just put a weight on your controller and then walk away, go have some coffee and come back two hours later and suddenly you got 10 million gold and 50,000 experience points, you know. It's Why like not? that. It's like that. All right. Uh, are you done there, Sam? Unless you have any other email quibbles to add. I've, I've got, I, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> it would end up look, looking like a list of things like my uh, Baywatch uh, cameos. We got some streaming news and don'ts this week. Uh, starting on Prime. I don't know if you had time about to watch this yet, Sam, but you and I talked about it. Uh, starring John Ritter. And uh, Pam Dauber 
from the late 80s called Stay Tuned. Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but I've been wanting to watch this over and over. I've been wanting to watch this for a while. Does it hold up? We're we're not going to talk too much about it um, to avoid spoilers, but the concept is that it's very 80s that Pam Dauber and and, uh, John Ritter are parents and they get sucked into a machine that puts them in television shows where they have to go through a gauntlet to survive and get back to their kids. Very 80s. I didn't even know it existed. I knew nothing about this film. We went in blind. Uh, it's a dupe. Jax? I yep. loved it when I was a kid. Real Men, I was huge into John Ritter. I loved Three's Companies, I loved Real Men, and I loved Stay Tuned. Yeah. I still think it's a do. It's not, it doesn't hold the same, you know, it, it, it hasn't aged as well as it probably did in 1988 or whenever it was released. Um, it, I kind of think it might be a stinker, but it's not an episode. It's just a good, it's just a good fun time. Yeah, Peter Hyams directed that. Yeah. Cool. Of uh, Capricorn One fame, say. Oh, yeah. Well, there's some pretty bad effects in it, for sure. But uh, I kind of feel like there's some bad effects in Capricorn One. I haven't seen that in a long time either. Uh, no, I saw Capricorn One about three years ago. There's actually very little visual effects in it at all. Um, also on Prime, starring Dave Bautista and some kid from last year. My spy, uh, the tale of a super spy buff guy who ends up having a heartwarming uh, uh, babysitting adventure. Jackie? I thought it was pretty cute. Yeah? Yeah, the kid, um, just the right amount of sass. You know, because sometimes the kids, they're sassy and they act like little dicks. And you're like, I don't know. You know what he would do to this kid? Duct tape her fucking mouth shut and right. throw her in a closet. Right. And then every once in a while, kick some bread under the door. But she was like, she was good. I went in expecting to hate this movie uh, because it's hard to, like, everything pales to Kindergarten Cop. Like, it's pretty much the model and everybody just tries to do Kindergarten Cop over and over and over and over again. Uh, But this was a lot of fun. I did think that the kid was really great. I thought she was honestly, like, Kid, you're pretty good. You're not... I mean, the the writing was good, but she was good, too. Uh, and I thought it was, a, you know, a 6 out of 10. And which is pretty high for a cheesy, you know, heartwarming movie. Uh, for the, I, the babysitter plot? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. It's worth a do, guys. They had, uh, some, they had some good jokes. Yeah. Batista's great, as always. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. Now, here's a weird one. Currently not streaming, uh, so this technically isn't a streaming do's and don't, but uh, you, it's been streaming so many times that you've seen it, probably. Uh, we watched this in our neighbor's backyard while pay- playing a game of Bad Movie Bingo, which was a lot of fun and I didn't even think about before, but uh, you print out a bingo card of, uh, you know, stinker staples, and you, if you see them, you know, you shout them out, and hey, you make bingo, and then I guess when you when you drink all of your beer and go home and your wife yells at you. Uh, but we watched in our, in our friend's backyard, mega shark versus giant octopus, <laughs> which I had not seen before with Debbie Gibson, Deborah, Deborah Gibson, Jackie, not Debbie. <laughs> she's an adult now. Yeah. She's an adult. Excuse now. me. Excuse me, gentlemen. And Lorenzo Lamas, of course. 
What? Asylum. Yeah, that's an asylum movie, Sam. You know, you know, you know what happens. He nailed it. That's what happened. He nailed it. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas nailed it. Nailed it one time. <laughs> what was, what was, did he nail? Her. No, he didn't. That was a joke. Okay. God. Well, maybe off off camera. Anyway, know. I thought he was pretty spot on. Spot on what? Being Lorenzo Lamas. Of course he's spot on Lorenzo Lamas, but like you're making it seem like he did a good job acting. He really did. Comparatively, didn't. <laughs> he did great. I mean, even the shark was applauding him. Like, if I could just get my shit together. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a general asylum movie. But I gotta admit, I don't know if I could ever play bad movie bingo without not an asylum movie. Like, it was a lot of fun. I hated the movie. I wouldn't do say do. No, that movie was shit. If you're even if it's just us hanging out or just like somebody soloing or like Jackie says a flu do. But if you're gonna play bad movie bingo with a bunch of randos uh that may or may never have watched a bad movie ever, maybe the asylum formula is the right way to go. They're so sparse and they're full of shit. So it's a good communal thing because you really don't have to pay very close attention to them because there's nothing right. fucking happening. Right. And that the only way to enjoy them is to turn them into a game because they're hard to watch. Right. Uh, we still None of us completed our bad movie bingo because the one thing that the Asylum never does is they're obviously all made for to be aired on the sci-fi network. So they don't have any knockers in them or anything. Uh, or heads coming off or stuff like that, unless it's like, you know, fade away type stuff. Uh, so there was a few spots that we couldn't get to on the bingo board. But, man, bad movie bingo was a lot of fun. I would totally do it again. I would do the bingo part, yeah. But not that shithole movie. Okay, all right. Jackie does not agree with me on uh, the Asylum movies for that sake. Last but not least, Jackie and I also watched this. It's a movie called Cut and Run uh, on Prime. Uh, we had to watch it twice. Uh, Karen Black's in it. Uh, uh, Richard Lynch is in it. Uh, some other general bad movie people uh, where uh, a guy, well, Richard Lynch is trying to recreate weirdly or what we were talking about earlier. He's a survivor of, of Jonestown, the Jim Jones thing. And, like, didn't take the Kool-Aid and was like, I'm not taking that Kool-Aid because I'm going to go start my own Jim Jones thing in South America, like super South America, like with a bunch of uh, uh, natives where we kill drug dealers and steal their drugs and also rape their women. And uh, then we're going to change the world by doing that. So a couple news journalists hear about it go down to South America with some high-tech camera equipment and find a bunch of, like, a trail of bodies that leads to fucking Richard Lynch. This shit was fucking crazy. Jackie? I like the alligators. They were very, very convincing. They really had the slither going on uh, when they chomped on a decomposing body. Because they were actually alligators. You could really buy the snap in there. Because they were alligators. (laughs) 
They were the best actors in the whole movie. Those weren't prop alligators. Those were actual alligators. <laughs> They're zoo alligators. They're probably named Jeff and Frank, and they live in the San Francisco Zoo. And they're movie stars, so of course they have their own trailer, and they don't have to share pawns uh, because they're famous, you know. And uh, the one's got a little hat that he wears around, <laughs> and the other one wears sunglasses so you can tell them apart when you go to the zoo. Hmm. All right. The end. This is where the these end. alligators came from in this movie. Uh, Sam, I'm assuming you've never heard of Cut and Run. Nope. Yeah, I hadn't either. Went in blind, but it does have Richard Lynch in it, which piqued my curiosity. Uh, but, uh, it, uh, oh, it's also got the Hills Have Eyes guy, whatever his oh, name is. Oh, yeah, the scary, tall, bald guy. Yeah, he's one of the natives, and uh, they do some bad stuff. And, man, this movie, I really like this movie. I can't, I can't say don't watch Cut and Run enough wait i can't say do watch cut and run enough i can't not say don't do how am i not myself (laughs) how am i not myself uh yeah on prime go watch it now before it gets pulled uh really good stuff jackie i think it's time for a little spooky thank you 6500 bc the oldest forest. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? The 6,500 BC is the time of the oldest forest. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> the oldest Transylvanian Romanian forest. And it is called. I don't think that's. I still don't think that's right. Yes, it's 600, 6,500 BC. Uh huh. Okay. Did you get this from the Bible by chance? No. <laughs> This is not a Bible story. I can't read that. There's too fluey. Yeah. No, it's like five million bajillion years ago was the first Romanian forest, Jackie. No, this is the first settled one. Pay attention. A settled forest? What's a settled forest? Because people live by it. By it or in it? It's been domesticated. Yeah, by it or in it. Kind of both. I don't know. It wasn't very clear. Anyway, just assume that they live on the outskirts. That's much scarier. So it is the Bible. It's not very clear. It's like Hansel and Gretel, right? They don't live in the forest. They live on the outskirts. Anyway, this place is... I'm going to butcher this so bad. <clears throat> Hoya Bakui. Hoya Bakui. Forest. Romania. And this is... Huh, Romania. That sounds not Romanian at all. Uh, Hoya Bakui. It's also in the Transylvania area. Okay. And it stands for World's Most Haunted Forest. Bum, bum, bum. Stands for or translates? Into translates. It. Sorry. Stands for would imply that it's an acronym. I'm a drinking dude. What do you want from me? Huya Bakui is a hell of an acronym. Huya Bakui. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> now, what makes this place so scary? All the trees are twisted. Not a straight one in the bunch. Well, my God. I mean. <laughs> now you know. Okay, that's not the end of the story. Okay, all right. But it does add to the spookiness if you look at the pictures. In 1968, this forest becomes famous because hovering above the forest is a silver UFO. It doesn't stop because Romania is a shithole. It didn't even bother to, like, suck anybody in or land. It's just, oh, fuck, this is a shitty Romanian forest with twisty trees. We are fucking out of here. Look, after California... Idaho 
in Illinois, Romania is the number one country that listens to us. Now, I understand that those are states, but like geographically, Romania is like, man, yeah, stinker madness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, Romania. I've never really been there. I've just seen some pictures. It didn't look that nice. No, nobody okay? nobody listens to us in Romania, Jackie. They don't have computers. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Jesus. I mean, but really. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry for them. I know which one of us is, uh, which ones of us aren't making it through J2K. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On with my story. Okay. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm not done with this 1968 UFO. Well, thing. this goes with it. No, let me. No, let me go no, back. wait. I, I, I want to make some commentary on how you told this. That nobody knew about this forest <laughs> until 1968. Nobody gave When they shit. discovered a UFO hanging over it. <laughs> and it's still there today. And everybody's looking up and being like, hey, look at that UFO over that forest. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn it, Jack. No, okay. It flew off. It knew better oh, than the land, okay? okay? All, right, all right. So because this UFO showed up, now they say if you walk through the forest, it takes you to a portal. What that f- goes somewhere, <laughs> but they don't. Nobody's ever come back, so okay, hold they on. don't have we a gotta, report on if it's nicer on the other side. We gotta sum this up to get where we're at now. Uh huh. The forest, uh, sixty-five hundred BC was tossed around. Yeah, that's not an age of anything in the story, I don't think. And then <laughs> in sixty-eight. There's a UFO. There may be a portal. The trees kind of look scary. Romanians may or may not live in or around it. Yes, that's where right. we're at. Okay. That's where we're at. Okay. Clear, so, clear, clear, clear. It has a very special spot in the forest, Sam. It's called the dead zone. Okay. All right. Now we're going someplace. I knew this, none of this made sense in any way. So at some point it had to circle around to Stephen King. Okay. And it's just a weird circle in the forest where nothing grows in that area. And they've tested the soil. And they say that there's no reason that nothing can grow there. Full of piss! <laughs> <laughs> That's where everybody dumps out their shitter buckets. Yeah. <laughs> how far is it of... from the campground? And how much fucking, uh, like, how many motorhomes go through there? <laughs> All right, are you guys ready for the spookiest parts? Wait, we're not at the spooky, like... No, that, we're getting to the spooky stories right now. Huh, an area where nothing grows. That's kind of... That's the start of the spooky okay, scares. Okay, all right. <clears throat> People have heard giggles of women and screams of young girls. It's next to the campground. <laughs> uh, Rashes, nausea, feelings of anxiety, This bruises. just sounds like Jeff Epstein's house. <laughs> and scratches. And scratches, Sam, totally. <laughs> Uh, that's what people get when they come out of the forest if they don't get sucked into the portal. So, like, normal shit that you would get... portal! If you went hiking. The portal! The UFO portal! There's no... That's the dumbest. Okay. So, some of the legends. A girl disappears. There's a portal! Yeah, there's the portal and the twisty trees and shit, right, and the UFO. But these are some different ones. Okay, so, uh, back a long time ago, didn't say when... A girl disappears. 6500 BC. 6500 right, BC. 65, checks out. Before there was trees. So, 
a girl disappears into the forest only to reappear five years later, but she hadn't aged at all. Okay, she went through the portal. That's clear. She's like, that's it. That was the spooky part. Okay, I'm, so I'm let me back. keep going. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. she, and what she keep, did she do after that? Uh, it didn't go into details. Oh, yeah. Probably just married somebody. Uh, yeah, she married Greg from the forest. <laughs> Bear. I am Greg of forest. Okay, the next scary story. Okay. There was a shepherd who had 200 sheep. And they went into the forest and never came out. And they never found any sheep bones or any human remains anywhere. Mm. So they think he went through the portal. <laughs> or he was eaten by an ogre. This, I'm not real sure. <laughs> this one wasn't real clear if it had an ogre. <laughs> well, this is the first time I've heard of ogres. <laughs> Ever? Ever in your life? No, okay. just in this... What? I got a movie for you. It's called Shrek, Sam. Yeah, ogres weren't on the board until just now. (laughs) I'm just saying I don't really think, like, I'm laughing so hard. Okay. (laughs) They don't really say. I mean, like, this guy just disappears. How do we know it wasn't an ogre? (laughs) How do we know it wasn't? How do we know? These are things we don't know. How do we know that he didn't just wander off the edge of the earth that's on the other side of this Romanian forest? I mean, come on! I'm sorry, but these things are just so stupid. Okay. (laughs) More legends. (laughs) Wait, we've moved on to chapter two of more legends? Chapter one, more legends. <laughs> Chapter two, more legends. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> there was a one-liner, and this is all that it said. They think it might be haunted because there were a bunch of murdered peasants. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> like this general Ooh. statement, like I'm sure that there were lots of murdered peasants. <laughs> CSI comes in, they're like, where are all these people going? Well, there's all these murdered peasants laying around. So (laughs) fucking David Crusoe takes his glasses off and says, this looks like a peasant. God, I got nothing. Oh, you missed it. (laughs) Uh, This one I think Sam will really appreciate. Reporting deer or horse hooves, because, you know, they sound very similar, uh, but they can't see anything. So they found some tracks, but the animals weren't in the tracks? My God. (laughs) I don't hear the horse. I can't see the horse, and I don't see a deer. They're just mysteriously spooky horse hoof, deer hooves. Sounds. Oh, sounds, not tracks. No, it's just sounds. Did and there's like a deer and a horse sound very similar, I guess, in the woods. Did anybody happen to check for men carrying coconuts? Again, David Caruso. <laughs> Looks like this is John Cleese's work, but in the form of one liner that I can't make up because I've had I, too I, many Okay, beers. I got one for Missing okay. Horses right, for right. David Caruso. Right. Looks like the execs at the glue factory won't be any. Oh, shit, I fucked it up. Try it again. Looks like the execs at the glue factory won't be able to make any money in this haunted forest. Because the horses are gone. Because there's no horses. We can't find them. Yeah, you got to find them. That's the challenge in business is to find your actual product. Okay, and these are the three (sighs) legends 
that I'm pretty sure somebody was Chap- on a lot of mushrooms. Chapter three. Chapter three, the mushrooms more, and or acids things chapter, that you see in the forest. More legends. Floating orbs. Oh, floating <laughs> orbs is a com- very common thing in uh, paranormal stuff. Glowing green eyes. Of people or? <laughs> Did you say glowing green eyes? Uh, uh, come on. Maybe a little more detail, guys? Uh, this, this next one will really scare you, though. Are you ready? There's a face that just appears. So it's like so your buddy was standing behind a tree and he jumped out and scared the shit out of you and then ran away laughing. What is it a silver mask face uh, that appears after hearing two screams and you don't give a shit? Is it the moon beast? It's the moon beast, isn't it? It didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> or it could have just been the org. I'm not real sure. We did check for moon beasts. We couldn't find any proof of moon beasts or if the moon beast had been here. But if you guys really want to be spooked. Oh, my God. There's a chapter four. <laughs> you could go on a haunted tour. Two people for 60 pounds. That's a lot of money. For a, like a two hour ghost tour. Yeah, that's like a hundo. Like, get bent, motherfuckers. That's, that's what's scary is they're raping you in well, the forest. Uh, huh. Well, they also have to go to Romania. I guess Transylvania, the Dracula's place is around there somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's in that area. Yeah, it's part of the Dracula tourism. It's also a place that uh, Vladimir Putin wants to take over, so I'm out! I am not interested. 60 pounds, go screw yourself. You got to you gotta reduce that price down to about 20 pounds. And then I check it out and be like, where's these green eyes? And I don't know. It had a little thing that looked like an E next to it. That's a pound, right? Or is that a euro? Yeah, that's a, that's a, no, that's, no, that's, no, the British sterling is uh, LBP. This was like a little three. Yeah, that's a euro. But euro and the pound is very close in currency exchange rates. Mm. So, Okay, good job, Jax. It was a good spooky. I liked it. Um, Next week. On the podcast next uh, Monday, we've got uh, Artemis Fowl coming out. So check that out on Disney Plus, guys. Enjoy your week. Stay safe out there. Wear your masks. Don't go into places where they don't wear masks. And Sam, do you have any safety messages you would like to share? Don't trip over jagged material and rip all the skin off of the inside of one of your legs. It's a good call. It's a good call. It's always good advice. Well, we didn't actually have to look at it, though, because he had it bandaged up because he's a gentleman. You should make that a hashtag. <laughs> you should get that trending, Sam. You should get that yeah. trending on, on the inners. Hashtag, uh, watch out. <laughs> get to the penis. <laughs>